Distazapod number 125. This is a monumental occasion, and the first time I'm ever doing something like this. From where I stand, I got eyes on the road. I'm watching intently as FedEx is on the way here to deliver to me my newborn son, Radic. First shots. This will be the first time I am seeing the fruits of my labor. There was a very real possibility to me. There was a, a deep-seated fear that Radic would never happen, that the coronavirus would have just essentially wiped out all of our production opportunities in China. Well, fortunes have changed, not much, but just enough to get the tooling completed and get this bad boy in my hands. So, for the first time ever, I'm going to receive this, I'm going to do my debugging, and I'm going to share my thoughts with you guys, uh, because I'm standing here, I'm waiting for this figure, thanks to your support, and I want to share this moment with you, and again, express my endless gratitude for all of you. So, strap in, pour yourself 0.5 ounces of coffee and 7 ounces of almond milk, stir vigorously, take a sip, it's rattling time. So what do we know about Radic? Well, he uh, has the job title of Vector Detective. He is employed by people who hire him to track down and solve vector slash internet mysteries. His most common form of employment is tracking down the digital footprint of deceased people. You know, when somebody dies, you could argue that their, their digital footprint is more important than their footprint in real life. Um, the websites they visited, their passwords, their Bitcoin wallets, their archives of images, their videos on Dropbox. All of these things could be stitched together to create a sort of imprint or an AI of a person who's passed away. Because what is our brain and our memory if not a series of videos and photos and locations we've been, and friends and families and relationships and stories we've written? If you think of the map of the human mind, it, it is a lot like the internet, or it is a lot like a Dropbox, so to speak. So when someone dies and their, their passwords are not left to their next of kin, all that information exists out there. And that's where Radic comes in. He gets hired by various people, usually in a state of grief, who very much need to track down information like this. And what Radic does as his specialty is sort of blend into different stages of the vector. Um, think of these not unlike a video game stage. It's different motifs, different locales, different enemies and bosses in these stages, and all of them are sort of protecting the information that's stored in said stage. So for somebody like Radic, he uh, logs onto a stage, let's say it's a swamp planet, and he has to track down somebody's cryptocurrency wallet passkey that they've stored in this level. 
So it is up to Raddick to transverse this world, defeat the enemies, and get the information he's been hired for. Um, what we've seen of Raddick is only his online persona. Who Raddick is in the quote-unquote real world has never been revealed. I think there's also an argument to be made, is there a Raddick of the real world? There may very well not be. It's very tough to say. Patrons have also just been exposed to a short story called Forrest and Saxon, uh, in which two British superheroes are living in a tower, and their lives are interrupted by a uh, little blue man falling from the sky. Now, the Saxon character looks an awful lot like Raddick. Is this Raddick? Is this a persona of Raddick? Is this Raddick in a stage, using a sort of skin to blend into that world? I can't say. I have no comment on the matter. But I do think that there's going to be a lot of people that look like Raddick, and there's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of no comments from me. <laughs> it's going to be up to you guys to piece this together, to decipher the clues, to build a sort of profile of who or what this being may be. So it's been about 24 hours with this Radic first shot. Uh, I have posted it on the Patreon. You guys have taken a look. You've left your comments. Thank you very much for that. Overwhelmingly, seems like people are pretty excited for this figure, as am I. Um, so, 24 hours out, how am I feeling? Still love it. I still think it's the best figure I've done. There are a couple things you guys need to keep in mind. These are still being tweaked. They are being refined. It will probably be several production runs until I have him 100% perfect. And the major area that needs work is in terms of having a, a flat-footedness to the figure. And you'll have a better idea of why that is when you get this in hand. But essentially, with the V-Crotch, which is a, a very experimental sort of form I chose, it was a very controversial one. It led to a lot of arguments about the direction of the figure. Um, uh, the V-Crotch actually works great and better than I anticipated and gives this figure a really dynamic range of motion that the other figures seem very static in comparison now to. I don't know that I will do other V-Crotches. I, I feel like I got it to work just... I just got lucky on this. It could have been really bad. It could have not worked. The, the pegs could have popped off easily. It works. It's great. It has the range of motion I want. I'm not likely to push my luck on that with future V-Crotch figures. But um, what we had to estimate on, and that is proving to be, I wouldn't even say a problem, but a mild annoyance, is that the angle of the V-Crotch necessitated a slight sort of pitch to the soles of the feet. And so, Raddick does take a, a little bit of posing to get to stand up straight. The other issue is he's a very top-heavy figure. So, what you're going to have to do if you want to display him is he's going to have to be pitched a little bit 
forward, like he's almost leaning forward slightly. And you're going to want to have the legs slightly splayed and the boots turned outwards. This this is essentially the pose in all of the pre-production photos of Radic, so it doesn't look out of place for this character. This is how he's always been posed in the prototype form in all of the resin copies. But uh, if you sort of try to get him to stand up straight or stand up back, he has a little bit of a wobble when it comes to sort of maintaining that pose. So um, he essentially looks like he's sort of ready to launch into an attack uh, if you want him, you know, posed in the correct pose. And I don't think that's bad. I think it does add to the sort of weight and the heft of the, the, the figure. So um, it is a positive, but it, with the other Knights of the Slice figures we've done, you kind of just, you know, you take them out of the package, you stand them up, you might have to spin their boots just a little bit slightly, but generally, boom, you know, they can take a lot of poses and, and kind of stand up straight. Now, your mileage may vary. I know like, the classic Knights, very skinny sort of ankles and feet and don't always stand up straight all the time. So it just takes a little bit more thoughtfulness to kind of get him in the pose that he looks best in and, and can kind of hold his weight up. The crotch piece and the hips, uh, the, the legs, are also kind of reversible. And this was something we would hope would work in the final, but we had no idea if it would. Uh, you can flip around the crotch piece so that his fanny pack is in the front, and you can spin the legs so that they're sort of facing the other direction and swap the boots and you get a different kind of radic pose but one that looks pretty cohesive and pretty good as it is so there's a bit more option uh with him than there are for other figures you know you you don't really display any other knight of the slice figure with the crotch turned around and the legs turned around but you can do that here and i think it adds to a bit more diversity which is good because the bottom half of radic is pretty much a closed circuit. You know, if you think of a PC versus an Apple, uh, sorry, closed system, I should say. An Apple is a closed system. You can't really add on modifications easily. You need special tools to open it up, etc., etc. Whereas a PC is kind of universal and can take any sort of graphic cards or things like that. So Radic is really, you know, he's a specialty build. And you're probably going to want to split him up you know, to use all the entire bottom half or the entire top half. Um, there's not a ton of crossover for using a different crotch with Radic or using different boots for Radic. They kind of go together. Um, that will change once Hackerman is here. Hackerman is built to spec alongside Radic, and their proportions and their pieces really flow quite nicely together. So, this represents a sort of, you know, second tier of Knight of the Slice figures. Radic may feel a little on his own until Hackerman gets here, but that will provide a whole new level of context for these characters uh, when that does happen. So um, hang in there, and when you get the other big bruiser in your hands, this will make a whole hell of a lot more sense. But in the meantime, you're going to have a lot of fun with this figure, no doubt. Um, I fully expect people will be going nuts with access joints and swing joints and decking out Radic to have all sorts of different leg combinations, utilizing his boots for other things. Um, I have, using one 
sort of uh, axis joint kit, I have made uh, a new arm for him that includes the Mauler gauntlet, and he's sort of clutching the carbine from the Hypernite, and he can hold it perfectly. You know, the, his fists are really great for that. And it, it has a real, like, cybernetic diehard feel to it, which I think is great. Um, not utilizing the slippers for Radic, which was kind of a last-minute change, and going to these big moon boots was the right decision. And it wasn't always a decision I uh, was confident about. Uh, I really envisioned him as having the slippers as depicted in the early concept art and the early sculpts. But ultimately, it was the right move to go to these moon boots. Um, The moon boots do not flawlessly swap out to other characters. Um, You're going to have to get creative about the builds. Um, I think having extra Glyos parts is going to be part of, you know, your full exploration for this character. Um, I can't wait to do some photo shoots with this guy. It just, you know, there was this, uh, I keep thinking of this, I think it was an NES game ad for Total Recall, where it's Schwarzenegger and he's like midair, lunging himself, trying to grab a wire on Mars. And it's just this beautiful inaction shot. And I've always had that firmly planted in my head. And um, it, it, this Radic totally like fits in that pose. And I tried to do some slow motion photography of him like being dropped in that pose, uh, not to much success. But I'm going to do a proper photo shoot with him. And I, I'm looking forward to sharing those images with you. The arms and the hands, I think, are the strongest asset in terms of cross-build potential. These big, meaty paws. You know, there's also a... There's a sort of Marv Sin City vibe that's going on with Radic that I, I had not anticipated um, in the design process, but it's it's very much here. You know, he's he's just so massive in comparison to the other knights. That, that aspect is, I think, really come to life. And the hands and the arms look great on every other figure, and it's an instant way to kind of jack them out and have them, you know, have a much more imposing force. Um, It's also really great to mix and match the forearms. The the cut is perfect, and you can kind of deck him out with all sorts of different tools. The Warlords of War weapons look really great there. Um, And uh, I also, I really want to experiment with soft goods for him. I, I have some surprises in that vein coming up for you guys. I'll speak a little bit more on that when we get to this week's Q&A session, which uh, I should post tomorrow. But I would love to figure out how to do a trench coat for him, how to do a tuxedo coat. Like, there's a lot of potential in terms of what he could be wearing. Now, the hands are much larger than Knights of the Slice hands. And so you're going to get... Your mileage will vary on what accessories he grips um, out of the current roster. He is made to really interact with the Hackerman and the Hackerman's weapons. So um, keep that in mind as you get him. A lot of our current Knights of Slice weapons are made for our smaller scale non-Bruiser class figures. And Radic can do okay with them. Um, some of the swords are too small for him. The Shikan weapons work absolutely perfectly with him. That is the right circumference. Um, I also have always taken an X-Acto knife and I like to split the 
trigger finger away from the palms on figures. And then I utilize that to sort of put their trigger finger within the, um, you know, the, the trigger of a gun. I find that's a, a much more cohesive way to uh, get characters to grip their weapons. You can 100% do that with Radic. And it works really well for getting things like the Hyper Knight uh, machine gun to fit pretty snugly in there. Um, I have sort of early prototypes of the Hackerman weapons, not test shots, not production pieces, um, but old resin pieces that I've been swapping around, and they really fit beautifully. So, you know, you got to think of Radic as his long-term future uh, playability that will be unlocked once um, Hackerman gets here as well. So now here's the ultimate test. I, uh, it's my father's 69th birthday on Sunday. Went and had lunch with him today. Drove a very long way to do it. And, uh, I had Radic with me. I showed him. He, uh, he's not, he doesn't follow what I do, right? So he's only sort of as up to date on these things as I sort of put them in front of him. But the first thing he said to me was, Oh, looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or that, uh, that Dutch guy. <laughs> By that Dutch guy, he meant, um, Dolph Ludgren, the, the Swedish, uh, you know, the guy who played Ivan Drago. So, right off the bat, for somebody who doesn't know, you know, a ton about Knights of the Slice or, or really anything profound about action figures, uh, and to see an unpainted sort of sample, to have their reaction be that this is Arnold or this is Dolph Ludgren, that is 100% mission accomplished here. Am I right? Like, for for us, this is a very specific homage, and it, it evokes a lot of uh, specific toy and video game references that I think make us all happy and, and get us charged for this figure's release. To an outsider or layman, for this, you know tiny piece of plastic to evoke exactly the precise reaction that I'm going for is uh, that's a high watermark right because look I, I you know I have a lot of people come over who don't know anything about toys or what I do or you know any of that stuff and they may see a Knight of the Slice figure they may see a Rift Killer they may see Cyber Mama they may think these are cool but um, you know the, the themes don't always resonate with them. I've had a lot of people that are just kind of casual collectors or friends who are not toy people uh, message me very late uh, after they've gotten some Knights of the Slice or things like that and go, I just noticed there's a pizza slice on this figure. You know, so there's a lot of parts to my work that are not always apparent or, uh, you know, themes that sort of people figure out much later on. They're, they're not evident in the first time you sort of see or interact with something. Radic completely hits that note. Out of the gate, to somebody who's not a collector, they get it, it resonates, and I think that that's really, you know, that's a big accomplishment here. And I feel like Radic could end up being our biggest figure. Now the problem is, hot on his heels is going to be Hackerman. And I think as appealing as Radic is, and as many people as 
Even just these test shots are winning over, who had some understandable skepticism about the project. Um, I think when Hacker Man gets here, that's going to really, that's going to be a very big figure because there is this tremendous appeal for Hacker Man and his different personas that really transcend our normal audience and could bring in a lot of fresh blood. Um, so it's, you know, I think everybody's going to be very excited about Radic. He really hits all those notes. He's fantastic in person. Um, and then, you know, however long it takes after that, Hackerman's kind of going to steal his spotlight in some regards. So where does that leave us? Where do we go from here? What's the plan? Well, um, I think the best, safest estimate is that Radic will be likely the May action figure of the month figure. And when that happens, I will also uh, likely have a Radic sale shortly thereafter. So I would assume May is going to be his debut month. While the factory is back and, and getting back to work, everybody's factories are at, not at 100% capacity. So there is going to be a very long lead time. We, ha we have some tweaks that have to be made. They're happening right now as we speak. Then the sort of immediate initial production has to happen. And then there's going to be some very small production waves following hot on the heels of that. Um, with the corona crisis and the, you know, the delay in the production pipeline, I'm no longer going to be placing these huge orders that take three months to complete. I have to be more nimble and more strategic. That also means I have to lay out less cash. Um, so it's going to be, uh, you know... It's going to be a lot of small releases um, for the foreseeable future. But I, I believe me when I say I want to get Radic into your hands as soon as possible. And uh, it's going to be a very exciting time when that happens. Now, if you don't want to wait till then, I am going to give away one of these beautiful mint green Frankenstein looking Radics. If you are a patron, you're going to be automatically entered to win. Uh, but I'm also opening it up to anybody who purchases anything in the St. Patrick's Day store sale. Now, he's green. It makes sense. It just kind of worked out by coincidence. This was not something that was planned. But if you uh, go and you buy something at the store on Wednesday, you're entered to win. If you're a patron, you're entered to win. Uh, the normal restrictions apply. If you've won something in the last six months, you are not eligible. Uh, you must be 18 years or older. And Radic will be fulfilled. Uh, I will send that winning prize out probably, I would say, in the beginning of April. I'm not going to uh, send it out immediately. I need to keep these samples on hand for doing things like uh, debugs, tweakings, um, also, but you probably fiddling around with some soft good patterns, making sure there's a fit. Um, so I can't send one out immediately on Wednesday, but it will be heading out within four to six weeks after that. So that is your best chance to get your hands on this Radic. It'll be a, really a, you know, one of five test shots. It will be one of the rarest toys ever made. And I'm very happy to provide that for one lucky winner. You guys are fantastic. We made Radic because of your money, because of your support, and, you know, your Patriot money, especially. I went over there with Radic 
and sat down with the factories in November of last year. And I wouldn't have been able to take that trip if it wasn't for you guys. We are rallying right now with patrons. I think there's been $200 plus added this month already. Uh, people are switching from 25 to 50, from 5 to 25. New people are coming in. I've had a couple people that have fallen off for a couple months come back around. We're really heading in a great direction with the Patreon right now. And I, I think you guys deserve a shout out for that. And I love whenever you brag in secrecy about what you've seen that day. I think it really drums up interest. So um, continue to wave that flag. Let's get to the next Design and Night contest. I think that could be a lot of fun because Radic and Hackerman would conceivably be part of that elimination bracket. Um, if you guys uh, are newer to Patreon, we did do a Design and Night competition when we hit 100 patrons that is why we have the vice night that is available exclusively to you guys so let's get to the next one let's unlock it if you have a couple friends that are super into knights of the slice or toys coax them our way get them to join the patreon even if it's just at the five dollar level if we can get to that next goal we will start the next design the night figure and that's going to be so super fun so um I guess fire up your Radic fan art. Be sure to tune in to the store on that Wednesday. Thank you for your questions. I'm going to record that shortly. And the only thing left to say is pizza out.